you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast. At Mastermind Parenting, we're on a mission to support strong-willed kids and the families that love them. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 195. Well, hi, guys. I have somebody special on the podcast this week. Her name is Allie Danziger. Uh, here's her official bio. She has a heartfelt passion for helping ambitious people succeed. And just so y'all know, this is for all of us who have teenagers or young adults and we're like, oh crap. <laughs> They're like, they like can't call and make themselves a haircut appointment. How on earth are they going to ever like know how to just function in a job? Are they going to have the people skills? Have I failed? You know, all the things we worry about. Okay. So in 2009, Allie started one of Texas's top marketing agencies. Okay. And let me just say this, as y'all will hear in the episode, she was all of 24 years old and she's not a genius and she doesn't have the biggest personality in the room. Like she's adorable. She's very girl next door kind of energy. And like all, I think so many of us think like you have to be the best and you have to be the standout and you have to be this and that. And Allie has created her own success. Like she, her parents instilled a very strong work ethic in her and she did start working at 16. I mean, I remember asking her early on, I was like, how did you become like a little marketing powerhouse at such a young age? Like, did you go come go to like a really impressive college and were you the top of your class for she was like nope nope went to university of texas was never a standout student just like you know like did fine but no mm -mm. like she just, and i was like okay wh where does all of this come from and i think the thing i love about Allie is that she is very hard working and she loves what she does and uh, she also really cares about being an amazing mom and sister and wife and friend and daughter. Like she's just, she's like just a normal person who has really achieved big success. And so I find her story to be extremely inspirational and I'm having her on the show because she's really filling a gap for those of us who are worried about our teens and young adults actually being able to make it out in the real world, she is filling a gap and I want her to tell you all about this amazing 
really this new company and passion project that she started. So a little more about her story. In 2009, Allie started one of Texas's top marketing agency, Integrate Agency, which she sold in 2018. Under her leadership, Integrate Agency generated over $15 million in revenue, employed hundreds of young professionals, and helped over 600 clients grow. Allie's newest venture, Ampersand, was started in 2020 and applies the 10,000 hours of lessons she learned in hiring, managing, and mentoring entry-level employees and interns in a career readiness and internship matching platform, okay? So she compares it to like a dating app, like Bumble, like, you know, like taking these interns and and teaching them kind of all these basic skills and then matching them with companies. So she matches employees and interns in a career readiness and internship matching platform. In the last year, Ampersand has trained 7,000 young professionals and placed over 450 internships around the country in a variety of companies and industries. Ali's dedicated to eliminating the skills gap from higher education to employment through scalable technology solutions. With Ampersand, Allie aims to democratize access to internship placements and mentorships. So that's another way of saying like, you don't have to just come from a rich family where your parent knows this person. Like she wants to provide access to these internships to people who maybe don't have a connected family. I mean, I didn't. When I was growing up, I remember hearing about all the people doing all these cool things. And like, I didn't have a well-connected family. And I remember thinking like, oh, that must be nice. So that's part of her mission here, right? She says, uh, with the ampersand, she aims to democratize access to internship placements and mentorships while simultaneously helping companies of all sizes build a pipeline of talented, driven, and diverse talent. This is a very, very cool company that she has started. And I mean, I could take some lessons, many lessons from this young mom slash whippersnapper who just knows how to get some shit done. She's really impressive. I think you guys will love learning from her and hearing what she's got going on. So enjoy. Hi. Hi. So full disclosure to our listeners, Allie and I have known each other for a while. We're very comfortable and she's doing big things in the world. And her latest venture really affects kids, my kids ages, as well as businesses like mine, small businesses. Like I have hired one of your I have a paid intern at the moment and she went through your program. I found her through you guys. She's fantastic. I am so, she lives in Ohio. Yeah. She, I mean, she doesn't live here. She lives in Ohio. She's like, I had a block against LinkedIn. And of course I signed up for like yet another program to teach me how to do something. And I'm not a big executor. And so I did this week long program and then I was still swirling. I literally asked the lady who runs the program if my intern could do this. She like went in, she figured it out. She sat with me. She held my hand. She got my LinkedIn profile set up the right way. Like she's awesome. She's awesome. And she's all of 22 years old. Yeah, exactly. That's Uh, anyway. (laughs) So I feel like you are providing something 
And I know that's why you created this because you saw that there was a hole in the market. So, but for parents like me who have teens and young adults, and I know they're needing to like, like their wings are almost fully ready to go and fly. And I'm just like, but they're still wet. I need to know how to like properly prepare them. So I want you to talk about what exactly it is you're doing and why you created this company. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on and letting me talk to you and your, your listeners about this. When I was first coming up with the idea for this company, I don't know if you remember, but I called you. You were like one of the first people I called when I was brainstorming this. I was like, I have this idea. There's this huge problem that I'm uncovering. Can I talk to your kids? And you let me talk to your kids and your kids' friends as I was first identifying this massive problem. But I'll start with the why because I think that's important. But um, so my previous company, I had a marketing agency and I always hired right out of college, young professionals. I just really liked hiring like the fresh talent, whether that was through interns or recent entry level, um, recent grads. And so I'm just kind of known in, in our community that like I hire lots of young people. When COVID hit, lots of young professionals were calling me or their moms were calling me. Hey, can you talk to my kid? don't know what we're going to do what, now that you know, maybe they lost their jobs or their internships or college. You know, they were deciding what to do now that college was going online. And I felt like this broken record telling the same people the same thing over and over again. Get off your parents' couch. Just go do something cool with this moment in time that, you, that you've been presented with. Uh, thought about starting a podcast, but instead ended up getting on Zoom and talking to 10 young professionals coaching them through their internship experiences and talking to them for four hours a week as they were in internships, really guiding them through that experience. Um, We realized that that seven out of 10 of those young professionals ended up getting a paid internship or job offer at the end of the this session that we we were hosting. And, you know, I didn't know what it was. It just was like having fun talking to these young professionals, coaching them and, and helping business owners with a gap that they really, you know, people have such a stigma against interns or entry-level hires. And I just knew, I know what we can teach them. And so I was just having fun with it, but quickly realized that there's a bigger systemic problem taking place here. And so we started building out a software platform then to really scale this and to bring this training to underrepresented communities, to work with career services, to work with employers all over the country to help them find talent so we, we work with companies all over the country, schools all over the country to help them really prepare young professionals with what they need and the content that they need and the massive skills gap that's out there from college or even high school to employment. Colleges are not teaching the skills that business owners need students, entry-level employees to know. And so we found this white space and are filling this gap. It started with Zoom calls turned into a software platform that we now have 50 hours of asynchronous training. And then this summer, because lots of parents were asking us for this, we're hosting these very intensive group boot camps, basically a six-week boot camp where we go way more in depth than we ever have before with personality assessments, career coaching, resume development, mock interviews, networking, guest speakers, and all of it. You'll have a coach by your side actually guiding you through the experience, which just People don't have that. Like adults spend a lot of time on career coaches and life coaches and all of that. But like such a pivotal moment in your t- in your life is when you are either starting your college experience, going through your college experience, or 
ending your college experience and going into the real world, there's a huge shift happening through young professionals' minds and lives that like you've experienced with your kids and you you know that, but they're going from this, it's all about me to it's all about like we or you. <laughs> and it, it's a major shift. And so we help to guide them through that, that whole massive transition. You know, it's interesting because, and I think this will, the listeners will relate to this. So for anybody who has kids that, I don't know, starts, you know, your kids are like tweens, maybe even upper elementary school, and it's time for them to have a conversation with a teacher and advocate for themselves. Or, I mean, this is even embarrassing to admit, make a freaking haircut appointment once they're teenagers and they'll say, will you just do it? And for the longest time, because I teach this in my programs, I come from a place of yes. Most of the time I say yes. Like, can you just drive? Can you drive me? Mm -hmm. Yes. Can you, right? Because then it's like the opposite of the boy who cried wolf. If I have to say no to something, especially like I know once they become teenagers, I'm going to have to say no a lot. So when I have to say no, I've had so many years of coming from a place of yes over the little things that Mm -hmm. they know that no means no, right? So I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. And of course, because I'm me and I have personal relationships with everyone that I go to for hair or whatever it is, I'll tech. I'll, I'll you typically text the person. I, I'm like, check or I'll call them. We're friends, you know? So mm-hmm. what I realized though, was that because our kids are growing up in a different time, having these face-to-face conversations or even conversations over the phone, that interpersonal skill is a lagging skill in these yeah. kids. Yeah. And it's so important to learn those skills. Right now, our recent grads, they had a a totally different college experience than your normal college grads, right? So they don't have that interpersonal, they don't have a lot of that experiential learning that happens in group discussions and group projects that usually happen in person. So we're seeing it a lot with recent grads or people who have graduated over the last two years and are now entering the workforce. But that's activities that can absolutely start at home with practices exactly like what you're talking about, Randy, making them do some of that work. We always have like the kids table at dinner and then like all the adult friends, but merge them together, help them to start to learn how to have some of those conversations and what it's like to be in a room and how you interact with different types of people. Of course, they have, you know, Gen Zers have so much diverse experience communicating with people different than themselves different than than you or I did because our social circle was limited to the people that we physically came into contact with. And now people who are of the Gen Z demographic, they their experiences are like, I post this on social media and thousands of people have the opportunity to experience it and give me feedback on it. And there's lots of negatives that come with that. And the positive, of course, is that like they have more diverse thought and more diverse backgrounds and all of that that comes from from that. But that so there's benefits, but the downside, of course, is the lack of that interpersonal human to human face to face communication that they just don't have as much experience with. And yes, businesses are changing to you can book your hair appointment through an app and not necessarily have to talk to someone more and more to accommodate that. But it's still such an important skill that will always be necessary in life. 
Well, it's people skills. I mean, I think many of us even experienced this during COVID where I know I did, where I became a shut-in. And then all of a sudden, like as the world has opened back up, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to figure out how to like interact with other humans IRL in real life, you know? Yeah. And so my kids are so annoyed with me when I use acronyms like that. But, um, but you know, I but think it's that, so true. Adults. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, I think our kids like that is their experience because there's so much that happens via technology that, that when they get into the workforce and now they're going to have to have those interpersonal skills, there's some catch up time. And I think it can feel embarrassing. You know, I mean, you are definitely filling a gap. Yeah, they are embarrassed to ask those kinds of questions. I actually was just in a meeting with 15 different uh, young professionals from different colleges in, in Houston um, at, that are part of like this ambassador program that they asked me to come speak at this afternoon. But they were like so crazy that I was there talking to them about how to network and how to communicate. And they were so scared to raise their hands and, and ask questions. But I could tell what was going on. And so I was able to say, hey, you have access to ampersand. Go to module nine where we talk about how to build your LinkedIn, what your headshot should look like, tips on how to know who's going to be at the meeting that you're going to, stalk them online, understand who their what their backgrounds are on LinkedIn so that you can get some quick talking points, practice your professional pitch and how you're going to introduce yourself so that you're more prepared and do that tiny bit of homework so that you can build the confidence that's needed for when you walk into the meeting, when you walk into the networking event or whatever, and it'll go that much better because you did that homework. They're embarrassed that they don't know those things, but that's, that's exactly like the kind of training that we do. And I take a lot of inspiration from the way that you talk to people through your podcast and through your program of like, just being real with, with humans of like, Hey, this is, such a real thing that let me get vulnerable how I've handled it, how we have tons of guest speakers, like how all these guest speakers have gone through these same things, obviously not necessarily related to graduating college during COVID life, but we've all been there. We've all started a first job. We've had embarrassing moments. We've had to ask tough questions. We've made mistakes and you recover from it, but you just have to have access to that type of information. And a lot of young professionals just don't know where to relate to people or where to get that information. And so uh, once I discovered that and realized that there is this just massive gap and where that then leads young professionals, 53% of recent grads, that was last year's stat, are either unemployed or underemployed. And that's just because they don't have access to the jobs. And when when we're in a crazy environment right now where there's so many jobs, but Mm -hmm. businesses don't think that young professionals and entry-level employees have the skills that they need in order to just get started right away and be prepared for day one of the job. It's just this, it's this crazy dichotomy that like no one trusts each other and no one's well connected. And so our software like comes in and really fills that gap. And then this this summer, it's kind of like a, is you were a matchmaker. Right. Like I was like, gosh, I really need to hire somebody who can help me with some of these social media things. And, 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 and you were like, so just fill out the thing and we'll hook you up. And I was like, really? And it was, it took such little time for me to fill the thing out and then to get, you know, people that would be, that were a match. And frankly, the first Raina, Raina Watson, the first person that we jumped on a zoom call with, we were so impressed by her. I was like, hired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, we, we like, as we build out and as we're talking to our tech team, 
we think of ourselves like a dating app, like with yeah. Bumble. We, we want to compare ourselves to Bumble as much as possible in the entire user experience and building out more of that software so that it really looks and feels like that. But that is what's happening on the back end where they're just like the girl makes the first move on Bumble, the business makes the first move. They get their top candidates that are matched specifically for their role. So you said you had a bad experience with LinkedIn. Just like, who wants to scroll through all those candidates on LinkedIn or all those job opportunities on LinkedIn? You fill, the business fills out the form. Uh, they get matched with three candidates who are the best fit for their role. We then tell the if the business wants to move forward, then the candidate gets a notification. Randy's interested in interviewing with you. Coordinate the time, and then it goes from there. But it's all happening automatically on the back end with algorithms and cool tech stuff. <laughs> but you know, I think also the other thing is is that when your kid, I was just talking to a mom about this yesterday, that you know, when she was, she was a kid, she remembers being a kid and her dad sort of shutting her down and saying, like, she was trying to argue a point. And she was like, and he was like, you don't know things. I know more than you, you are a kid. And Mm -hmm. she felt dismissed and shut down. And she said, now that I'm an adult, he was right. I did. I thought I knew everything. And the older I get, the less I actually know, you know, which I said Mm -hmm. is, is a sign of maturity and wisdom. Like the older we get, the more we're like, I don't actually know anything. Like I'm, I'm never going to stop learning. I said, but I think it's just a part of, I know it is. I know it's a part of human development, young adult teens and young adults. They have that, you know, teenage rebellion is real. And Mm -hmm. so they're trying to figure out like, like, what do I actually need to listen to my parents about and what information have they put implanted in my brain that I can prune away. Right. And so it is a normal stage of development where you're going to try and argue every single point. So like even me who I, you know, I'm a coach. I teach people all day long about, you know, communication and relationships and time management and, you know, efficiency, all the different things. And I have a 16 year old right now and his temperament, his whole life has been the easiest, most delightful human. And he's 16. So I can tell him till he's blue, till I'm blue in the face. Hey, listen, you got to be minus on that. And you know it was great work and your teacher even said it was great work. So why don't you go make an appointment, go into her office hours and Mm -hmm. say, you said this was great work. Do you think I'm only capable of a B minus? I really felt like this was more than a B minus. Can you give me feedback? Go in and ask her, pick her brain, advocate for yourself. She's grading a whole classroom full of papers. Mm -hmm. You know, she's human. So who knows? But, and he was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. But if all of a sudden he were to hear that from a third party. Yeah. Oh yeah. Makes like, such a difference. I mean, yeah. he'd be like, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> right. Totally. Totally. I mean, same thing with like how to find a job or how to ask your man, how to talk to your manager. I, I ask my parents for advice all the time and like, I'm like, oh, yeah. Or my husband actually more realistically, <laughs> it means nothing if he says something in in terms of like advice, but if someone else says the exact same thing, I suddenly believe it. So yeah, I mean, a lot of what we, when we're bringing in the guest speakers, it's this for the same, 
purpose. Like we uh, have a partnership with Berkman and they do personality assessments. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but love working with them. And it's so much deeper because it goes to both your motivations and your stressors and how you perform under stress. And I think a lot of times your parents like tell you the type of person that they see you as, but they don't necessarily have the language of what to then do with that and the right the right words for that. And so we found that by partnering with them, they give, they give us all of these great tools, but also language of how young professionals can present themselves to the world uh, and then, then go out and like find the right jobs for them, communicate appropriately to them, communicate back to your parents of what it is that you're looking for. If you're looking for informational interviews or to build your personal network, understand like who you want to talk to and why and just communicating that kind of a tangent away from like a third party resources, but I are hearing it from a third party. But, you know, I just, I think it's, it's valuable to think about like all the different pieces of information that we get and from who and understanding like how to then present that back into the world. Well, and I also think look, that's just self-awareness. So if all of a sudden your child at a very kind of unsure, insecure point in their life can get that extra support that is going to set them apart. I mean, I can say as a small business owner, you know, that's why Raina has stood out so much to me, right? So when all of a sudden somebody comes in and this young person makes your life easier and can communicate with you and can and has opinions and isn't just some little mealy mouth i don't know anything mm-hmm. i don't know anything i didn't get any practical information actually in my what 23 years of education you know i got a bunch of knowledge but how does that translate into the real world and so mm-hmm. now all of a sudden if i have this young adult who comes in and they know a thing or two and they show up confidently like that is amazing to me it does set them apart and then i let them know okay so then what a confidence builder to yeah. this young person who's like okay i might be young but like i can hold my own mhm Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're... confident humans to me are like insecure people. I never trust insecure people. And we all go through stages of insecurity. But I was just saying this recently, like in my personal life, other parents of teenagers, I'm like, I'm going to put my head down and deal with my own kid because we're also insecure when we have teenagers because yeah. we're also worried about the risky behaviors and getting into college and what their life's going to be like that. I just feel like when we're insecure, nobody's really trustworthy. So Mm -hmm. if we can help our kids go from insecure to confident by, by, you know, giving them opportunities like what you're providing, like that's just a win for society. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. I mean, as a business owner who works with tons of business owners too, like seeing so many young professionals who just don't have that confidence and they don't have the skills and they don't have anyone to talk to about it. And they're, they, they graduate college and they like feel like they're about to go conquer the world and their spirits are shot because their career services didn't set them up correctly or whoever in the, you know, they don't have anyone in their corner maybe. And then they go work at Smoothie King and not there's anything wrong with working at Smoothie King, but like when they have all this potential in the world and they're driven and they're motivated and they just don't have the right connections and the right way to package it all together. And they don't have that confidence to walk into that interview or to reach out to that person or whatever. 
it's it's heartbreaking because this generation is the one who's like gonna go invent the next amazing things, right? right? And so we just need to go set them up. We need to set them up for better success because unfortunately they've had not the best couple of years and they've missed out on a lot of really great things that are important to developing society proven for decades. And so, you know, that's exactly what we're what we're trying to do. Thanks for joining me on the Mastermind Parenting Podcast. Remember, you can join our email list at mastermindparenting.com for more tips and tricks on how to have a peaceful household. Let me segue for a second because you are a little bit, a little bit of a special unicorn just in that the way you started your career. Okay. And I know you're very humble and and modest about it. But how old were you when you started your marketing agency? So I was 24 when I started that company. And I attested too, and this is probably like why I'm doing what I'm doing is I I had to work since I was 16. Like that was just the deal. Get a car, you start, you get a job. And in high school, I doing something that you know, I was kind of on my own a lot. Like I was in a retail job, but like had a lot of freedom and a lot of trust and was adding all these great things to, to the company. And um, then as soon as I got to college, I just loved working. Um, it's always been, it, or since I turned 16, it's just become a part of my identity. And I love contributing back into the world in, in a meaningful way. And so all through college, I had internships every semester, starting the second semester of my freshman year. And so when I was 24 and started my company. Yes, it's young, but I also I did have a lot of work experience at that point that allowed me to have the confidence. I mean, a lot of it was imposter syndrome. I'm like, don't get me wrong. I had no idea what I was doing and it was faking it until I made it. And my parents being amazing cheerleaders for me behind the scenes. But I did know a little bit of what what to do just because I had at that point worked in eight different marketing agencies and had Six years of of experience, you know, doing that more so than anyone else who, or a lot of other twenty four year olds. Well, and and so tell me if have you kind of pinpointed like what? Because I know like you you had the successful marketing agency, you sold it, you were still working with them. Obviously, you have a big, you know, you have a big reputation. It would have been easy for you to just stay like your whole career could have been marketing and you shifted gears to this. Like this was a passion project at the beginning for you. Why? What about it made it? I mean, right. I mean, the summer of of the pandemic, beginning of the pandemic, I was just like fed up with life as I think so many of us were. I remember the day it was like a million degrees, end of May, I went for a run. And I came back and my kids were like sweaty, because they were outside. And then they were like bored, because they were inside. It's like, we cannot do this. Like, uh, something, something's got to give. like, this, is, this cannot be life. This cannot be the summer. I don't know what it is. And so that night, my husband and I sat on the couch, and we were like, literally Google Maps, Airbnb, where can we go? Where can we drive to? We're going to Colorado because it's better weather. The kids can be outside. Uh, they don't have to be stuck inside. We're figuring this out. And so we went to Colorado. It was, uh, we were supposed to be there for two weeks and we ended up staying for nine because it was like, why come back to gross Houston? Um, we brought our nanny with us. So we were able to work there. And throughout that 
experience, I did the book, The Artist's Way. Uh-huh. Did you recommend it to me? I mean, I my my brain dumping method I got from Julia Cameron because she okay. that's her morning. It's like my version of her morning pages. Yeah, I think you might have actually mentioned it to me because mm-hmm. around the time is when you and I were like first starting to get to, or we were getting to know each other better and and talking. Um, so I started. I was like, something's got to give. Something's got to change. I don't know what it is, but like things aren't. I'm not the person that I want to be right now. And so started doing the artist way. And through that experience, really identified what I am most passionate about and what has driven me for the past or what had driven me for the past 12 years in my marketing agency. And I, I've always had this like complex that I was just making rich people, rich people richer. That that's like what I did is I just like help companies like get bigger. I've justified it to myself because I always felt like, well, they're hiring more people. They're putting food on more people's plates. But at the end of the day, I just always felt like I was making rich people richer. And so what really motivated me was the people aspect of it. People that worked for me over the years that I either like brought in as interns or entry level, and then went on to go do other amazing things or did amazing things with my company or started other companies. Like I stay in touch with every single person who's ever worked for me. And I, I love following their journeys. And um, so recognizing through the artist way that that was something that I was so passionate about while simultaneously talking so, to so many young professionals who had lost their jobs or internships or were deciding what, what to do with college. Like all of this was like happening simultaneously over the summer. And every night I'm like sitting with my husband over wine, like, what am I going to do with all of this going on in my brain? Like I want to focus more on the people and the culture, the company, or start something that's you know related to this. And it all kind of came together when I was doing like a pilot of just talking to these young professionals, uh, it all came together actually. So, (laughs) so have you connected those dots then of you from 16 to 24 and you having the passion to help other people at that stage of life also realize that they can do whatever they want. They can, they can, they can start a company one day. They can like, you know, like, have yeah, you- I have connected the pieces and uh, some of it is, I feel so fortunate for the opportunities that I had and the connections that I had and the network that I had. And I recognize that not everyone had that. My first internship was at my parents' friend's hedge fund and it was an unpaid internship and being able to have that experience on my resume then got me my next internships and my next internships after that. The first internship is the hardest. Also, my dad and both my parents have worked my entire life. I like had such vivid memories of going to take your daughter to work day and like seeing what their life was and and wanting to be that and learning as you were talking about how to advocate for myself both at school and in work. And so having both them as models and really amazing opportunities in front of me that I like I did have access to makes me realize like that's how I was able to then go get eight internships to then start my company at 24 and as I did more digging into this entire industry and realizing that there's some major systemic problems with universities and not giving access to the opportunities if you're not at the top of the class or if you're not going to work or on the path to working for one of the university's top funders, you know, or top alumni, that the career services really is not giving you the same level of attention that I realized like 
I had these opportunities and I didn't use my career services, but not everyone does. And I want to create something that breaks the mold and, and gives the lessons and the connections to the people who don't necessarily have access to it. Well, and I remember picking your brain, like, 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 how did you, how did you do the, all of this? And I remember you're like, I was never like, like I got a fine education, but I wasn't like yeah. the I top. I was a great student. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, I wasn't, I wasn't the top student. And, um, and even I re- like, you know, here you are marketing PR, all the things, and you've got this go-getter personality, but really, really, really you have a, you're, you're a quieter person naturally. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say that? Like, yeah. Yeah. I just like to, I mean, I lead by listening and like listening to other people. I can be loud, like do the whole thing as I need to, but um, I do kind of like observe, take it all in, chime in as needed, but I don't need to like talk over people or do any of that in in a way to lead. And I, I think that that has also served me well. I always think that the best leadership lesson is to just listen and, and learn and make sure like, I, I, feel like I have a good sense of like the people around me and what they need and like just kind of seeing the landscape. Yeah. Like, did you tell me that as a little kid, you were kind of an observer? I don't know. I feel like, no, no, I was like, I, as a kid, I was like, had to be the center of attention. Oh, you did. Um, Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, yeah, but I, I think as I got older, I didn't, I realized that like, I didn't love, I, I didn't necessarily always love that much attention. Um, Hey, I like attention to an extent, but I don't necessarily need to be like the loudest voice in a room at all. Yeah. But like, like as a friend, maybe it was that as a friend, quite often when your friends are going through something hard, like you're the one that they're going to call in and confide in and you're the one that's going to help them problem solve. Right. Yes, Yes, definitely problem solve. Like my friends don't call me just to like, listen, I guess Um, I will listen but then I do want to like get involved and help them figure it all out. Definitely. Yeah. 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 No, it's so cool. Okay. So, so I know everyone's going to be like, okay, so how do I sign my kid up? How can you help my kid? You have something cool going on this summer. Talk about that. Yeah. So this summer we're doing this career prep boot camp. It's a six week intensive program mostly geared in Houston. So your kids really do need to be here to take advantage of, of most of it. But there are opportunities if you're not in Houston. I think we're going to have this one kid from New York. Then it and our coach is not here in Houston every day. So it really is just an opportunity to get all of the job skills lessons, get the one-on-one coaching, get all of the uh, materials together for your resume, your cover letter, your interview skills, your personal brand, what's your elevator pitch, all of that packaged up really, really nicely, as well as all of the skills that you need, the personality assessments, the real know-how of how to search for a job and a coach next to you as you go through that entire experience. Tons of guest speakers, networking opportunities. And then in the networking opportunities, you're actually going to have the coach come to the networking events, stand with you and give you real-time feedback on how you're doing. And like, hey, go talk to this person, go talk to this person. So... I think it's going to be a life-changing experience for any of the kids who go through it. And like, if you're sitting on your parents' couch all summer, like, why not? <laughs> well, and okay. So for anybody who's watching the video, you can see Cheryl, the dog in the background. <laughs> and if you've heard some snoring, that's her. Um, <laughs> she likes to snore. I want to put this out there. And this is something that 
we that we just use. It's like a little parenting script that we just used with our 16-year-old. When your kid says to you, why do I need that? Okay. Like, what are you talking about? I just, you know, I graduated or I got into blah, blah, blah college, or I'm already making great grades. Like, why on earth would I need this? And this is actually, I'm going to give my husband credit. So what Scott said to our 16-year-old was, he said, mom has a coach. I have a coach. Mom is a coach. And he said, coaching is not for people that are tanking. Coaching is for people that are doing already great and fine, but why wouldn't you want to be even better? And so I said, it's kind of like, you know, when you, his, my boys have just, they, they love to go and work out and they're very thin. And so, you know, when you're thin and you start to work out, you build muscle pretty quickly. And I said, I said, look, you started going to the gym. And when you start to work out and let's say you're working out with a personal trainer and very quickly, cause you're already at your goal weight, you know, you just start building muscle. And so before you know it, you achieve sort of super fitness. I said, coaching is the same. You're okay. already just fine, but you want to achieve that life that is way beyond fine. That's who coaching is for. Love it. Yeah. yeah. So true. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, Thank you. Thank you for filling this gap because Thank we need you. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so how do people like find out more and all that jazz? And I'll put it in the show notes as well. Yeah. There's a, a on our website, ampersandpro.com slash career prep. Um, and then every Tuesday at five o'clock central, we are having a little webinar, 30 minutes, just to like do some live coaching so that people can see it and learn more about it as well. So you can sign up for all that on our website. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much. So fun since I listen. <laughs> Thanks for listening today, guys. I hope you picked up some tips, tools, maybe some baby steps for creating more balance and boundaries in your life. And I just wanted to let you know, if you want to continue moving the needle forward in creating this for yourself, having a happier household, I want you to go to my website and check out mastermindparenting.com. We have three beginning programs. And if you need some accountability and more support, then please look for the one that would be a good fit for you. Um, and as always, we're on all the social channels under mastermind parenting on Instagram. It's mastermind underscore parenting. Um, and you know, periodically I do pop up on different Instagram lives, Facebook lives, where I give you teaching and coaching. And I love engaging with you live to help you help your strong-willed kids so that they can feel better because when they feel better, they do better. And, um, I love, love, love getting to know you guys. So thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Super, super appreciative.